Welcome to Hank's Place. Before there was Hank's Place, we were broadcasting on high-powered shortwave radio. How much power, you ask? Try 30 million watts, effective radiated power. A huge amount. One broadcast covered an amazing instance of the grace of God. It's found in Exodus 33. Remember that incident of the golden calf with worship led by Aaron while Moses was atop Mount Sinai getting the Ten Commandments? Well, after this great sin, the people are mourning while waiting to hear what the Lord is going to do to them. It looks bad, really bad. And Moses intercedes. It's verse 13. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I have found grace in your sight, let me know your ways that I may know you so that I may find grace in your sight. Moses is warming up to something. For he says, consider too that this nation is your people. <laughs> what? First he begins by asking for grace for himself and then adds, oh, and in case you forgot for a moment in all your anger, all these people belong to you. Pretty clever, Moses. God responds saying his presence will go with him. But Moses replies, if your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. You see, Moses is including all of Israel, all those wicked sinners. Moses continues, for how then can it be known that I have found grace in your sight, I and your people? Is it not by your going with us so that we, I and your people, may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth? You see, Moses did not deny their sinfulness or that they deserve punishment. Instead, Moses focused upon the goodness of God and his grace. Moses, the lawgiver, is stressing God's grace. And he's telling God that this grace can best be shown by blessing a sinful and imperfect people. You know what? It worked. God indicates it is his choice too. For he says, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. The sense is not picking a person here or there to be compassionate upon, but upon all these people who don't deserve it. <laughs> like you and me. In the next chapter, God shows Moses his glory, passing by Moses saying, the Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness and truth. Compassion and grace are the first attributes that God describes himself as having. And in the marvel of the new covenant, a greater grace has been given us in that Jesus lives not just with his people, but within his people. Colossians 1.27 Glory to Jesus, for of his fullness we have all received, and grace upon grace. That's John 1.14. And that fullness, my friend, is within us. So I ask, have you sinned badly, repeatedly, or tried excusing your sin before God? Oh my goodness. Have you failed him and failed others repeatedly, and know without a doubt you are undeserving and should be punished? Well, consider what we've just read about the children of Israel in the desert. Consider God, who is loving kindness, grace, and mercy. 
Jesus has prepared the way for you and me to come before the throne, Hebrews 4.12. So today, let's come before that throne of God and find the grace and mercy that we need to come alive.